What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest in the future time today, all the way from beautiful California, Rachel Adams Lee. Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time. It's an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. Yeah, you're so welcome. I'm excited to be here. I've seen your show and followed great things with you, so I'm excited to be here. Love it, love it. And I can't wait to just dive into the series of questions, get everybody to know you a little bit deeper personally, professionally. So I guess without further ado, let's just jump right in. So let's start with the first question, which is telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Cool. Well, um, as you said, my name's Rachel Adams Lee. Um, I am in Northern California, so currently quarantined in my house in El Dorado Hills. Uh Um, I know. I'm like, do you know what, like, if I asked you what day it is, would you know what day it is right now? (laughs) Friday. It's the show every Tuesday and Friday, but that's the only reason. That's the only reason. (laughs) I literally have a post-it every day because I do so many Zooms with like what day it is just because I'm like, happy Wednesday. Like it's Monday. I'm like, happy day. (laughs) (laughs) It's another day. Um, It's beautiful. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. So my story, so where I'm at now is very different than when I started. Um, I've been in real estate a little over eight years now. Wow. I got into real estate in, let's see, February of 2012. So I was working a full-time job at a real estate office and I was unlicensed. Um, At that point in my life, I was in a really unhealthy marriage. Um, My ex-husband was 80% disabled, 50% PTSD. Um, We were not the right fit for each other, um, but we looked really good in photos. So I was like, we should get married. (laughs) Logically, that makes sense. Good lesson in life for you. (laughs) Right. and I was working in a real estate office and I was unlicensed. And you know, people always say they're paycheck to paycheck. Well, I was paycheck behind a paycheck and borrowing money from everybody that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I knew I wanted a different life. I also, I didn't know exactly how to get there. And so I decided I was gonna get my real estate license. My grandma's a real estate broker. My dad's a real estate broker. And I always told them I would never ever go into real estate. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> wow. Um, but I heard about this class called Bold, which Keller Williams um, has, and it's 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 definitely a sales course. However, there's mm-hmm. I I feel like it's a it's so much more of a personal growth course. Sure. And I called in sick to work, and I went to this class, and I was sitting there totally nervous and scared because I'd never done real estate. I this was mm-hmm. my first like, you know, personal growth. Like I was it wasn't like a Tony Robbins guru or any of that stuff yet, and. Um, I don't really feel like our generation dug too much into personal growth. You know, it's mm-hmm, kind of something right. we do now, but our parents are our parents' generation. Right. And I heard this quote that rocked my world. It was change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Right. So I was yeah. always in a scarcity mindset that I couldn't quit my safe job that I knew how much money was coming in, even though it was hourly. But then mm-hmm. it was like, well, what if I adopt an abundant mindset? There's no cap on how much money I can make and I get to create my own destiny. Hmm. So my dad told me no matter what, if I do go into real estate, save up for six months because you need to have six months of savings. So I was sure. like, absolutely, daddy. And then I did not do that. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so when I started in real estate, it was February 2nd of 2012. Um, I was very, I mean, I broke as a joke and but I was hungry. I was really hungry. Like I wanted to be successful. And I heard that there was just such a negative reputation on real estate agents that they were slimy Mm. and used car salesmen. And so I was really committed to to undoing that reputation. Right. And so I, 
I didn't have the money to do any advertising or anything like that. So I started my business very old school. I door knocked 200 doors a week and I did wow. three open houses a week. Love um, that. Yeah. So knock 200 doors, three open houses. And I didn't close my first deal for the first four months. Hmm. Um, so you can imagine the mindset, the breakdowns and yeah. all the things that happened in that four months to keep you going. Sure. Um, and I had some like crazy stuff go down, like siphoning gas from a motorcycle to a car to get me to a showing. Like <laughs> no when you're, when you are out of money, you will do what you need to do. Right. Oh, the um, commitment, the, the relentless nature. That's beautiful. I tell you. <laughs> But you know what? I, I was able to sell 39 homes the first year and then 109 and then 123. And three years in, we hit top 1,000 agents in the country. Oh, and yeah. so I'm now eight years into the industry. Um, I, we've been top 1,000 last five years. So, mm -hmm. you know, and we're so thankful for that. We, um, I've got a team of about 10 people uh, now. Yeah. I'm still in production. So I'm the lead listing agent. It's called the Rachel Adams Group. Wow, um, and I'm also a real estate coach. Um, so mm. I have a coaching company and I have some new coaching stuff coming out at the end of the year. That's really exciting. Very um, cool. I am a public speaker, so I'm fortunate to get to travel over the country. I'm an author. Mm. I wrote a book. Um, I all about kind of like finding myself after divorce and really like wow. figuring out my purpose to help others do the same. Mm. Um, and then I also have a, um, a little side hustle. So we have an anti-aging, um, hair care and skincare company like 6,000 people on that team. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. But most recently, my most exciting thing is yeah. I, um, I'm a mama. I have a little nine month old baby Henry and he's like the cutest, oh. most high maintenance quarantine buddy of my life, but he's, it's really fun. I love it. it. And being, being a parent, anybody out there who's watching or listening, they know it's one of the greatest things in the world period. So, uh, it's just, it, and it's absolutely incredible and inspiring. Everything that you mentioned thus far, Rachel, when you're talking about, you know, really just putting the time in and being a practitioner and looking at your business and your businesses in so many yeah. different variations to really go to the highest levels. You had mentioned, uh, I guess, before we move on to the next question, I do want to dive a little bit deeper into this. Being a coach, you have an announcement coming out at the end of this year with some programs. So I'd love for you to share that with the audience just to kind of dive in a little bit into that uh, before yeah. we kind of keep moving on. That's okay. Yeah, of course. Um, thank you for asking. So I, I've always been passionate about paying it forward and, and, and loving on the industry. And I have like a YouTube channel that when I was pregnant with Henry, I pre-recorded 21 videos. I think there's like 50 or 60 videos already on there, wow. but I'm always creating new content to share. It will be a little confusing for you because one video I'll be pregnant and the next video I won't <laughs> just hang with it. It's good content. I love it. Um, and, you know, I coached with um, Keller Williams with MAPS for three and a half years. And mm -hmm. then um, I'm branching out and creating my own coaching company, which I'm really excited about. Wow. And so I'm doing three different ones. One is going to be a social media masterclass. Mm -hmm. So I, um, it's kind of what, what really started was that for me, I had this aha moment where if I door knock one door, I can have one conversation. Mm -hmm. But if I connect with people on social media, I can talk to thousands simply with the click of a mouse. Well said. And so I got really intentional about how to build a business through social media, adding value to my database and my community, and just really being um, an expert on all things local mm. and then sharing. And so, you know, it went from like the first year, it was like 17 referrals through social media and then 50. And then last year was 123 referrals. So I'm oh. teaching a social media masterclass proactive and reactive, how, like how to build a business model around social media. And then we're going to do deep dives into Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, because those are my three platforms. Huge. Um, 
so excited. The name of it's really creative and I love it. And I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but I'm really excited. <laughs> but you got to promise that when everything's ready to roll, that you send us a link that way I can spread it yes. out to the Titan oh Nation. God, everybody can kind of jump on. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So I'll hold you to that, Rachel. So yeah. you can keep it secret now, but uh, at the end of the day, I'd love to see it for sure. And, share and then it out. The, the next program, which this is something that's like so exciting for me is um, I'm doing a coaching program with Ryan, with my husband oh, cool. and we, you know, being married previously, I learned a lot of what to do and not do in marriage, especially hmm. being in real estate. Okay. And reality is when you're in real estate, there's a lot of growth that happens. And if you're not growing together, you're growing apart. Hmm. And my husband was a mechanical engineer for 17 years when I met him. Wow. And so we have very different um, career paths. And so we really had to work together on how to um, pour into each other's careers, learn each other, each other's love languages, communicate more effectively, conflict resolution. Hmm. And it's, it's challenging. It's, it can be hard to be married to a real estate agent. And so um, we're creating an entire coaching platform that's basically about relationships and real estate. And I'm like, Hmm. I can't even tell you, like my dream is to coach with him on stage. We've done it twice. He literally needs to like take shots before we do it because he gets so nervous. He hates lives. Like I'm making him go way outside of his comfort zone, but he's so dang cute on camera. Like everyone who sees him thinks he's so charming. And I'm like, he'll, he'll, he'll be good. (laughs) That's awesome. But, but I love that dynamic though. And the fact that you, you're pushing each other and and really building that value add and that content out there for the masses. So that was, that was two. What's the third one? The third one is, um, it's all real estate related. So it's okay. going to be um, how to dominate referrals. So really how to like triple um, your, your real estate referral business, okay. um, how to master client events. So how to plan client events. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be um, business to business. So okay. we have an entire platform because one of our main leads legs of our business is um, business to business relationships. So I it's how that. to have, we have an entire presentation and script and how you get through like that initial call. Cause a lot of this, you're cold calling businesses who don't know who you are. So what does that script look like to get through that door? So they're not only do they want to sit down with you, but they're excited to hear from you. Wow. Um, so it's, it's going to be, um, it's all real estate coaching. My last coaching program that I did with maps was like buyers, sellers, you know, and so this one's like kind of a, a continuation, but my own, it's my own twist on it. So it's, wow. it's exciting. I can't wait. And again, I can't wait to, to have the information to share it out with everybody else that way too. I will have links in the comments down below as far as YouTube and different uh, social media channels and, and websites so you can follow along um, and, and really understand Rachel that way. But I do want to shift gears into this next yeah. question because this will dive deeper into you as a person and a professional. Okay. It's the why question, Rachel. So at the end of the day, what drives you, what motivates you, what gets you excited out of bed every morning to do what you do to the level you do it at? So that is a really good question. I think that it's, it's shifted for me over the years. I remember that when I first got in, truly when I first got into real estate, I said that I wanted to get into real estate because I wanted to help people achieve their biggest financial goals of buying and selling a home and their dreams. And I love the idea of giving that 20 something, their key to their first home. Yeah. And that, and that sounds great. And I did mean that. And I was in a really tough position earlier on in my life and Mm -hmm. I needed the finances to be able to get myself in a better position. And so, you know, with real estate, I, I found that I could find some financial freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and there was no cap on how much money I could make. It was like, whatever I put into it, I got out of it. So I, I, I poured myself into scripts. I did script Mm. practice seven days a week. I wrote a listing presentation a hundred times. Like, I mean, I did everything I needed to do to become the best that I could. And I'm still learning and growing all the time and learning from you and and other people out there. Right. Um, 
Gary Keller, who founded Keller Williams, he said that the average um, mega agent is a student 52 days out of the year. Hmm. But that means once a week, your butt is in a chair learning and furthering your education. I never want to be the smartest person in the room ever. Like I don't. And so I, um, I really, I really poured myself into becoming the best agent that I could. Mm -hmm. And, um, then when I, and you know, to be honest with you, the beginning of my career was like, I just, I worked so hard. Like my marriage fell apart, but I never, Mm -hmm. I never addressed it. I just was like, move on more deals, keep going, help more people, coach more people. And Mm -hmm. so I did everything for everyone else. And I was on stages and I was, you know, people were asking me to do commercials and all these things were happening in magazine articles, but mm. I was like empty in the inside. I was mm. pouring out of an empty cup. Wow. And so I took three years of um, personal growth. Well, my book came out as a whole different conversation, but yeah. my book came from me getting called out in an interview mm. um, for being inauthentic. And it like broke my soul for a minute. And it was from a mentor of mine, but it was true. I was, I wasn't being honest. I was, mm. I was putting this like front out there because I thought that's what I thought I had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was scared that if anyone knew I had a divorce, it would like, they wouldn't take me seriously sure. or they wouldn't want to sell their house with me. And reality is like people work with people they like sure. and they like you for who you are and how you show up and that you're honesty and your integrity. Mm-hmm. And so my whole world kind of shifted. I took three years and really, really poured into personal growth. Like you wouldn't wow. believe every seminar I could get my hands on the books. Um, and then three years after that, that's when I met Ryan <laughs> and we met on Tinder. So okay. for the daughters out there, you can find that's, love. That's right. <laughs> it, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> um, but my why is, we, Ryan and I refer to it as our life by design. Um, and so for us, that means doing what we want to do when we want to do it with who we want to do it with. Um, and the different careers that we, that I have now, my four kind of buckets, if you will, Mm -hmm. it makes it so that I don't have to set Henry down to go on a listing appointment if I don't want to, like I have leverage in my life and I have systems and I have structure and I have the right support people Mm. so that, we can go on a two week vacation or we can like normally if COVID wasn't going down, like we traveled about 60% of the year. Like Henry was on 16 flights by the time he turned five months. Um, (laughs) But that's, that's what works for our family. You know, I had people who were like, you can't travel when you have a kid, like you've got to stay home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what we, when we're going to have children work them into our life, we're not going to work our life around our children. And you know, I want, when our kids leave the house, I want to still be like passionately in love with my husband. And so mm-hmm. in order to leave, live that life by design, we have to have boundaries around everything else. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and, and to, to all the naysayers out there, I mean, again, not having the balance of travel, I think that's crucially important for culture and, and really just to have that recharge moment and really reflect. Yeah. But for the, for the young families that are out there, I mean, I agree. I mean, we, we had Olivia on multiple flights the first love year. It. And I, I think that, you know, you, you have to prepare a little bit more and it yeah, is different, sure. but it's yeah. not, you're not stuck. And, and I think yeah. that it's all about the planning and preparation, but really what, yeah. what, what drives you. And I, I love the fact that you do that as a family and, and you mm-hmm. have your whys as a family in a unit and there's nothing more important, but that reflects and trickles out to the, the clients that you service and, and the yes. students that you have and, and just your, your overall reputation in the community and the marketplace that you serve, Rachel. I mean, it all speaks for itself. So those whys are very specific. So hopefully everybody really got those and understood where she was coming from because I think it's beautiful. Um, I do want to go to actually the next question. This is the crowd pleaser of the series and the okay. actual interview itself. It's really learning from the Titans very specifically on how to grow and scale or how they have. So if you could look back at your career thus far, Rachel, and pick or choose 
one or two things that you maybe added to your business that took it from one level to the next. Mm -hmm. You really saw it just increase. Um, what does that look like for you? What advice would you give out to the, the listeners or the viewers? Oh, goodness. Okay. So we have six hours, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here we go. This will be a long one. And yeah. time. Um, oh my gosh. You know, I'm going to go with two different things. One will be quick okay. and then one I'll kind of deep dive. Yeah, I love it. The first one is um, you are who you surround yourself with. Hmm. So hmm. in my direct market, um, there's amazing people. And I, I didn't have my mentors who were leading their lives at a high level in the ways that I was looking for. I like, see. you know, there, yes, there's incredible people in our company. Absolutely. But I was looking for people who were, had really big businesses, really big lives, really big thinkers. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, when I first got into real estate, I feel like I didn't really know what I didn't know. And I just was like hanging out with everybody. But sure. then the people that I were hanging out with were like, God, the market sucks. There's no inventory. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, wait a second. It's up to you to go get the inventory. What are you talking about? Oh. And so I just got really intentional about like the, the people I surrounded myself with, they had to be doing bigger businesses and having a bigger life than I had. Wow. And I made sure that I aspired to be like them. Um, and so I actually founded this group called the lady leaders of real estate oh, and it. it's a Facebook group. And I picked like 11 women in my company, none of them who lived near me, but that was besides the point. Yeah. And I just said, Hey, you are an absolute leader, you, you know, you have a huge business. Uh, but the most impressive thing to me is you have your priorities, right? Because your family and your marriage, your kids and your family comes first. Love it. And so, um, I'm creating this group called the lady leaders of real estate. And I would love to be able to add you into it. And then if there's other women you deem as, you know, leaders in your life, would you add them? And um, we're now, I don't even know what we are right now, like maybe five or 6,000 people in there, Whoa. but it's like it, the culture in that group, it's like, we do two events a year and people are sobbing their eyes out. And they're mm -hmm. just like, Sometimes we talk about, you know, the best tips for a listing presentation. Sometimes it's like, well, what age to take your daughter to the gynecologist? It's like sure. all over the map, but it's like, they're sharing these stories of, of these horrible things they've been through in their lives and how they've overcome. Because it's like, a lot of times we can think our problems are really, really tough. And right what you focus on expands, right? So if you mm -hmm. think you're having a bad day, your day is just going to get worse. Right. And yet if you put your problems on a table with a lot of other people that have problems, you're going to be pretty dang quick to take yours back because mm. a lot of times it's, we make it a lot bigger than it is or a lot worse than it is. We're telling stories. Um, sure. So I got really intentional about who I surrounded myself with. And I would say that was a big learning lesson for me. Um, wow. Really just positivity was a big deal for me. Mm -hmm. And then the second piece was, um, I, I don't think I realized how impactful social media could be until mm -hmm. like maybe my third year in, okay. um, you know, the biggest thing that I can say is every, my, my whole business shifted when I truly embraced two things, okay. um, being authentic, mm -hmm. like truly when I, when I announced, I mean, I, I told everyone, like I, I was honest finally for the first time after three years of having a platform because I had like maybe 20,000 followers at that point and I realized I'd never been honest with them none of them knew I was married before mm -hmm. none of them knew they just saw this shiny perfect with the perfect car and the perfect house and they just they had no idea what had happened before wow. um and so I just was transparent with them and I said you guys I have to be honest with you I got a divorce and I never dealt with it and it's shown up in different ways in my life with like it's shown up an extra 30 pounds me not believing in myself doing everything for everyone else and I 
wanted to tell you guys because I'm making a shift and I'm going to put myself first for this while. And mm-hmm. I want to tell you because you deserve my honesty and like, and then being intentional, um, intentional about my schedule, what time mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, what time I go to bed, intentional about what I put in my body, like the food, the fuel, like just before mm-hmm. you and I were prepping, I'm like, Hey, I have a shake. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm drinking it. You're like, do your thing. You're good. Um, right. But it's like, um, intentional about like time blocking that mm-hmm is so incredibly key for my life and my world because I have, especially right now during COVID, like we, the first two weeks of COVID, I feel like I was kind of in la la land and I was like, let's drink a lot of cocktails. This is a good way to handle this. Yeah, sure. It's like, no one knew how severe it was. We had no idea what was coming. Mm -hmm. And then when they announced the, the shelter in place, I was like, oh, we better, we better take this seriously. So first we made every single thing in our business virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we went through the entire real estate process from the initial phone conversation to the buyer broker, to the mm-hmm. showing properties, to offering, to reviewing offers, to home inspection, walkthrough, everything. Um, and actually that, if you go to my YouTube channel, um, there is, which he'll link it for you guys. Yep. Um, there is a, a link to how I, that whole business, how I planned virtual. And then the conversation we're having with all of our clients during COVID that's just giving so much value to the community uh, and it's great. so fun and it's light and it gives you a little, like you get, have a fun little takeaway you get to give to everybody. Mm. Um, but the, but boundaries, okay. I, yeah. creating boundaries was the biggest thing because this little person right here, it mm-hmm. can be your absolute best friend or your worst nightmare. So um, true. It can be handcuffs or it can be a tool. Mm-hmm. And so in my world, I need it to be a tool because mm-hmm. with all my businesses being ran through social, um, I, I don't think I had enough healthy boundaries around my phone. And wow. if you're not running your business, it's running you. Mm-hmm. And so um, putting boundaries around that and and really learning with social media that my job is to be transparent with people and mm-hmm. to pay it forward. And so wow. every morning when I wake up, I'm like, how can I add value to others? How can I pour back into people? Mm-hmm. And so I created an entire like business model around social media and, um, I, 33 times throughout the year, I give back to the community in different ways. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's inspirational posts. Sometimes it's a video. Sometimes it's a, a mommies and mimosas, like a fun event, like all different things, but it has, it's just changed the way we do business. Well, I, I, when you're talking about that, Rachel, I mean, there's so much in that one question that you I offered it, that I swear like everybody, hours, right? <laughs> that it, you're so true. That could be an entire series and episode that way, but it's, it's giving people the understanding and idea of obviously what you stated uh, originally was, you know, surrounding yourself with great people and really trying to learn from the best and brightest minds and, and trying to elevate your, your current situation, but then also help others, right? Because yeah. we're all in different stages in our lives. So I think that's, that's so true and so brilliant for everybody to take away is, be and learn from others and, and try to give back. But then you're looking at it for time blocking, pri- prioritization, and really looking at those boundaries and expectations. We all need to hear that. Every, I don't care how much you're doing in production or if you just started, you've been doing this for 30 years, everybody can improve on those, those notes. And again, I think this is a beautiful taste into understanding so much value that you bring to the table. So everybody, please reach out to Rachel directly. I mean, there's so many different things that we're going to link down below and then in the future. So please feed your minds this way. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, And and again, you're a practitioner. You started it from the beginning as door knocking and going through, but you've elevated and accelerated and involved your life and your business. And again, everybody can learn from that. It inspires me. I think it's great. Uh, This is so great, Rachel. So I do want to switch the tone a little bit. Now, this is the tricky part. Of the particular interview and series, it's a challenge question. Now, I I lead into it this way with every Titan. I feel like I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. (laughs) I feel like we're like the music. 
like in the light. <laughs> and it comes back down. Maybe we can figure out a way to do that. You I don't should. Know. You still should have like an audio. You hit it and it's like. Duh, 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 duh. There we go. It gets dark. The mood's set. Uh, but with this one, I think that, you know, we all have challenges and struggles in our lives and no one's exempt. And I think that it's not so much what happens, but what we can learn and how we can really respond to it and share with others, yeah. whether it's personal or professional. So Rachel, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge you dealt with that you overcame, you learned from, uh, what's that look like for you? Um, I would say one of my bigger challenges that continues to sometimes rear its ugly head, mm-hmm. um, is the team aspect. Okay. Um, running a team can be the absolute most beautiful blessing. And it also can be really challenging. Um, wow. anybody who runs a team knows that you will take your time. You will pour your heart and soul into people mm. and sometimes they're not the right fit for your team and it's mutual and they need to go. And sometimes they go, they're like, thanks for everything. And they go and it it can really sting and it's hard. And, you know, in the beginning, when I started a team, it was because I went to a Keller Williams event called okay. mega camp. And there was all these agents in the front of the stage saying, Oh, I sell 500 houses. I sell a thousand a year. And I was like, what's the difference between me and that? What is it? I'm like, Oh, they have a team. Perfect. <laughs> They have a team. I'm going to go home. I'm going to ask all my friends to get their real estate license and come work for me. Hmm. Now I don't say work with me. I say work for me. Um, my ego was way too big in the beginning. Hmm. I, it was my team. It was my sign. It was everything. Right. And Uh, so uh. I was like, we are going to sell 200 houses a year. We are going to do this. We are going to do this. My problem was I never asked how many houses they want to sell. And if Mm. they sold that many houses, what would that do for them and their family? Um, I remember one time an agent of mine getting there so upset that I did not know her dog's name. And I was like, why the heck does that matter? But it matters because people want to know that you care about them. And I was so busy doing that. I didn't take the time to slow down and and truly get to know my people Mm. and my whole team imploded. Um, the, the, I, fell flat on my face. The whole first team I had, I lost a really good friend through it. Um, I mean, we've made up since, but like it, it, it was a moment where I really realized like I have got a ways to go. Hmm. So I, I started back from square one and I, um, I, I really like I said, like the personal growth thing, that was kind Mm. of that whole season. Um, I, I learned that I had to invest in my people and I needed to know their dogs' names and their kids' names and their kids' birthdays. And like, and, and now, and I needed to sit down and say like, what does life look like for you one year from now? What does it look like five years from now? Okay. And what will that do for you and your family? Okay. That's your goal. Now that's my goal. Mm -hmm. And so like helping them achieve their goals, like it is the greatest feeling ever when you see someone living the life of their dreams and you're a part of helping them get there. And so we literally, it's like as simple as like taking a piece of paper, drawing a line down the middle and saying, Hey, this is what I expect from you, but this is what you can expect from me. And, and so setting the expectations was huge for us. And then also setting standards. I can't say since they're 1099, I can't say you have to do three open houses a week. You have to door knock 200 houses a week because no one's going to do that. What I can say is a standard of the Rachel Adams group is we report our numbers five days a week. A standard of the Rachel Adams group is we do script practice three days a week. A standard is we do three open houses a month, you know? And so then it's like they set their goal. I help them achieve their goal. And if they're not doing the things they need to do to achieve their goal, then 
why does that goal not matter anymore? What mm -hmm. happened? Um, but you come from a place of like genuine care for the person instead of just like, we were going to sell 200 houses. They're like, well, you were going to sell that. I'm just on your team and I don't really know what I'm doing here. Wow. So it was like, um, it was a very humbling, humbling learning lesson. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is I've struggled in the past with my career on wanting to go really big, really sure. big, having tons of agents. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is I would rather be small and profitable mm -hmm. versus big and broke. Well said. Like it's a really tricky space because you are constantly encouraged to just go bigger, do more, have more, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, does that actually align with who you are and what you want your life to look like? And right. for me, the answer is no. I would rather have a smaller team with more people, less people doing more deals than more bodies not producing, if that makes sense. It does make perfect sense. And, and, and going to the initial point of what you're talking about and that uh, the pain and learning experience that you went through with the, with the first team. I mean, Rachel, thanks for sharing that. It's not easy to do and air your stuff out in front of everybody, but that's, yeah. that's huge because you, you going through that and not that anybody would want to, to go through that pain and that adjustment and all that time and pouring everything out. And then it, it kind of essentially falling apart yeah. But it made you who you are today. It made totally. your team what it is today going through that aspect. And I yeah. think that that learning experience to everybody is, you know, it's okay for, for you to try and fail or for you to try and for things to not work out the way, but you kept moving forward. Absolutely. It's a positive learning experience, um, even though it's not the best of situations to go yeah. through. So I, I love the fact that you share that because I know there's so many listeners or viewers right now that are, that are either in that stage whether they're just about to get into it, they've been through it, or they're doing it now, that's going to really reflect and say, it's okay, because Rachel made it through. Yeah. She went on, learned from it, and go through. I, I think that, you know, the other point that you really touched on, which, which I think is, you know, also incredible going to that, that team atmosphere is looking at it as the team and, and caring about them. And it isn't about us. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if you look at it in reflection, so many of us are wrapped up in our daily, you know, jobs, and we want to hit these goals and grow and, and really make an impact. But why are we doing it? Right. What's, what's the ultimate goal? And again, how can we help the people that are around us make their goals happen? Yeah. And so I love everything that you were saying and more. And whether you're looking at it from an individual producer and their clients and community around you or a mega team, that should be the bedrock of everybody's foundation to kind of go through. And I love the, the third note. And again, hopefully everybody's ringing through to this and I'm not just repeating it, but I think that it's just so pertinent. You're looking at it from the standpoint of quality over quantity. hundred percent. That's, that's it. You know? That really is it. And I think too, like you, you know, when you, when you listen to what everyone else wants for your life, that's when you get stuck in the quantity. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that, and, and I, I, I'm a self-proclaimed people pleaser, like truth be told, I had to get therapy because I was doing, I, I just want, I, I took it so personally if someone didn't wow. like me and I just, I really wanted to do everything for everyone else. And I had to get therapy around why that is and how I can put myself in a position of power mm -hmm. and not care as much what other people think. And like, it was, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I, my husband and I have marriage counselor when we have yeah. you know, stuff that comes up. Sure. Um, and, uh, I'm five feet tall, but I'm like a very strong personality and he's like the only person who can put me in my place. And <laughs> sometimes I don't like when he does it. And no, it's, like, it's good. It's a good thing. It's, it should be that way with everybody. Yeah. It, 
the right partner. So, yeah, it's the team thing's been like a it's an ongoing thing because I have a team and I love my team and I want that and that's the thing. When people leave our team now, mm-hmm. they're like sad. They're like, I love you so much. And you know, it's like it's not like we have such a killer culture on our team mm-hmm. now. So it's like, I'm so thankful for where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited for like, what's going to happen. Like, n- honestly, quarantine's like been really good for us because sure. we've gotten, we've simplified some stuff and we've gotten, some things have grown way bigger and amazing mm-hmm. and other things have gotten smaller and tighter and I'm, I'm open, you know, it's good. I think that's huge. It's the positive mindset mentality and the the humility to understand the positives and negatives and then pivoting, not pausing or stopping, but you kept moving forward. And I think that's, again, the the further inspiration. And I'm going to find this. Um, One of my girlfriends posted something. She said, what if everything you're going through right now is preparing you for what you asked for? Oh yeah. I love that. Right. And I was like, oh dang, like that hit home today. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like what if it can seem really hard and really tragic in the moment, but then what if everything that's happening right now is, is going to get me where I want to go. Agreed. And, and, and that's how everybody should be thinking about what we're all dealing with right now. And um, you know, and really think of the positive notes and, and uh, you know, show respect and, and everything that's going on and it's not downplaying pain or sorrow, but again, yeah. there's, there's two ways to look at everything. So uh, Rachel, I appreciate you sharing that. I do want to move on to the next question. This yeah. next one's a lot softer. It's actually one of my favorites. Um, it is the travel back in time question. So it's not to change who you are because what you went through positive or negative made you who you are today, as we discussed, but if you could go back, and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any time frame, any age range, what would you say to your younger self? That's such a good one. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's my favorite question. There's no doubt. Okay. Younger. Um, I think I would, this is probably not a direction you anticipated this question. No, that's okay. might happen sometimes. I think I would work more on self-love sooner. Mm. I don't think I necessarily had the self-worth that I needed to have. And I got myself into some like relationships and Mm -hmm. whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship that wasn't the best for me. Um, and I didn't value myself enough to set some boundaries in my career. So I just Mm. did everything for everybody else. And, you know, yes, I had this fancy schmance career on social media, but if you're not actually happy when you go to bed, like, does it actually matter? You know, I think I would, I think I would really just dig into like learning more about self-worth, um, positive, positive body image. I think Mm -hmm. most women have issues with that. I just really do think that's part of it. And, um, you know, I, I was hard on myself for a long time. I still am. It's something I still work through, especially having the mom bod. Right. No, I, <laughs> my and goal I, is to lose my baby weight now so I can get <laughs> pregnant again, so I can lose it again to get pregnant. Like it's this like fun little cycle, but it's like, I, I think we're just like, as women, we are so hard on ourselves. And I just, I wish that I, I wish I had some to- tools sooner for self-love. Um, I, I have them now and I'm still practicing them, but I wish that I could talk to my younger self and like just remind myself how worthy I am of love and of, you know, a beautiful business and all of that. Uh, I love what you just said there. And you know what, it it is a great direction. And I'm glad you went this direction. uh, Because there's no right or wrong answer to this question. And we can't go back in time, right? We can't change it. But what we can do is we can affect what we're doing today and into the future. And that's not just you or I, that's everybody who's watching or listening. So self love, self worth, right? I mean, we should all be practicing that now. 
If we're not, we should. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful advice. And that's not just for your younger self. I, like I said, I, I absolutely love that. And I think that there's so many of us out there that are extremely hard on ourselves. We're our own worst critics, right? We see so many things that nobody else sees. And, you know, it's just, it, it can be taxing and exhausting um, and downright horrible to say the least. So I think that, you know, surrounding yourself with great people and having support systems and feeding your mind with positivity and, and being appreciative of who we are and what we have, I, I think is a continual message that we all need to hear every day. Yeah. And, and uh, so I love that you said that, Rachel. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I, know, I, mean, like, I don't know what direction he's wanting this to go, but it's going to go mushy. <laughs> yes. No, mushy's good. There's nothing wrong with mushy. Everybody needs some of that in their lives. So, I like this mushiest. I'm like a hugger. That's why quarantine's so hard. I like posted the other day. I'm like, is it weird? I just want to like hug a stranger. Yeah. It's like, I'm never going to let you go. It's so odd. I'm a hugger too. And it's yeah. just a part of my family and my culture. And you know, it's, it's very weird, but again, this is temporary. Yeah. We will get back to normal as it is. And, you know, we can do digital hugs, right? Yeah. And those sorts of things and do the best we possibly can with everybody in this time being. But uh, so Rachel, I do want to go on to the secondary crowd pleaser. We have two questions left and we're almost done. So this one ends up being the feeding of the mind question. So everybody who's tuning in wants to learn from the Titans the same way that they're learning and growing intellectually and, and feeding their mind. So I always lead into it with books you're reading or have read. Um, that you enjoy podcasts, um, yeah. you know, influencers on social media or coaches, uh, you know, conventions that you go to, masterminds. You had mentioned a few. I would love for you to talk about your book a little bit. Um, yeah. But how are you feeding your mind? Cool. Um, so I will start with my ultimate girl crush and favorite podcaster is um, Jenna Kutcher. Very cool. So if you don't know who she is, she started, um, she had a $300 Craigslist camera and you know, created a six figure business through photography and then created an online coaching program about photography mm. and then dominated Instagram. She, um, she's like a very healthy, curvy woman and she's really big on positive body image, which I think mm. is important. Mm -hmm. And, um, she had fertility issues, which I struggled with as well. And so she's just really open and transparent, but she has a husband who has this, like, he's a fitness trainer. So he has this like stupid eight pack, like ridiculous. <laughs> And there was a picture of she and her, sorry, you can hear my kids. You're good. Um, there, she had this picture of uh, her and her husband walking on the beach and she's like this curvy woman and he's a six pack and she had all these haters like, how did she get him? Da, 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 da. And so it went viral. And, mm. um, but she has this, I mean, I'm actually redoing my entire website right now. And my website designer's like, what do you want it to look like? I'm like, jennacudger.com. Love it. <laughs> and love like this it. is the inspiration. Um, and so uh, she just, she has, mul she's multimillionaire. Mm. Um, she's got, you know, a primary residence, but two vacation homes. She has her new baby. She has her husband. Wow. So she, and she takes like a full month off every year of vacation, like literally an entire month straight. Like I Beautiful. do multiple trips, but like, mm. she just, I love the way she looks at life and she views family. And so she's, mm. she's like boss babe entrepreneur. Like yes. she's amazing. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, um, gosh, my husband and I, so we commit once a year to doing a marriage retreat. Okay. Um, we did a pre-marriage retreat before we got married and, you know, we have, I'm so think like he is the most communicative person I've ever mm -hmm. met. Like I, I think I'm a communicative, he, that guy really likes to talk it out. Like I was That's like, important. Okay, it's it important. is. It is. It's really important. And I didn't know how important it was in a healthy marriage until I met him. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but there's a lot of things that you can sweep under a rug, you know, and you just feel like you won't deal with them. And especially conflict resolution, me being such a fiery personality that I am and him being such a like calm, like flowing river, Mm -hmm. like he has to bring me back down to earth sometimes. And sometimes I need him to like step it up, you know? And so, um, we commit to a marriage retreat once a year, every year. Um, that's really important to us. Uh, and then that's why partially the coaching for us, paying it forward, we're like, I'm like, babe, I know that like, I love helping people in real estate. What if we can help people's marriages? Like, are yeah. you kidding me? They can have a big business, but an even better relationship. Like, holy. That's dude. huge. That goes, that goes hand in hand in a lot of cases. It really does. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then uh, let's see. Books. I... I read so many books. It's like hard to even pick some. No, um, that's, that's totally understandable. Yeah. So like a basic one that I think is really wonderful is yeah. Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Okay, great one. Yeah. So the idea is small good choices add up and mm-hmm. so do small bad choices. Well said. And that was that's really powerful. And so um, I think any business owner should read the, um, that book, that's really good. And then, um, the one thing Gary Keller Mm -hmm. wrote it with Jay Papazan, it's a business book, but it it translates into life so much. That's a really good business book. Mm -hmm. Um, personal growth. I really like the gifts of imperfection by Brene Brown. Oh, wonderful. Have you read that ever? I I have not. I have not, but that that's, this is the the multitude of times that I've heard that it is on my list. I just haven't gone through it. I have a huge list. I have two on my list right now. Have you read rocket fuel? I haven't read it yet. I have not. I've I'm heard not. it's like killer uh, for awesome. business owners and entrepreneurs. So Rocket Fuel's next on my list. Um, yeah. We read them together so that we can like chit chat through it. Oh, I read that's like great. really fast and he reads really slowly. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm not super fast. I'm not super slow. I'm like right in the middle. Club, it'll be really fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Cause I'll be right in the middle. You'll be way ahead of us. That's all right. But that's, <laughs> so good. Um, so yeah, and then my book, so my book is, it's called um, Lost to Found in 90 Days, Your Journey to Self-Discovery and Ultimate Happiness. Wow. And, um, you know, that kind of came about truly because I got the author, my co-author, she was the a health and wellness coach for like Matthew McConaughey and the founders of Microsoft and cool. all the um, leadership at Keller Williams. And she's a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, she's actually the one who called me out in an interview uh, had this camera crew step outside and was like, you're not being authentic. And I was like, what? Cause I had my canned answers. It was like this mm-hmm. interview called young and killing it. And they had okay. like two other agents that were like the 30 under 30 finalists. Okay. And, um, it was, how are you leading your life? at such a big level. And I was leading my life in a really big level, but my personal life was like, as I told you, like 30 yeah. pounds overweight and all the, you know, just all the things. And sure. so she ended up calling me out and it was like the most heartbreaking and powerful moments of my life. Like I've mm. had a couple of those where the people are like, Oh, it brought me to my knees. Like literally I was on the ground crying. Like it was so powerful. Uh, and yet it gave me the opportunity to take a look back at my life and say, okay, what do I want the rest of my life to look like? Like this has happened to me and kind of you touched on it. Like life happens to you. Yeah. How do you choose to bounce back from it? Is it going to define you or are you going to use it as a defining moment? Right. Right. And so that is the, the, the thing where I realized like I can use this as something that's going to help push me forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the book came out, uh, I decided for, I'm, I'm like a goal oriented person. I need to start and a stop. So I was like for 90 days, I'm going to take my two biggest distractions out of my life. And I'm going to focus on what I'm going to see what life would look like if I really mm-hmm. did things for me 
And, and that included my health, that included my, what I read, that included uh, who I hung out with, that included what I put in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I, I was, I just, I, I would like drink wine, like three or four nights a week. And I can have really great health goals, but when I drink wine, we're going to eat French fries. Like that's just happened. They go hand in hand. I was going to say Doritos, but you know, French fries will work too. (laughs) In your pants, Greg. (laughs) Uh, The struggle is real. No, it's true. Yeah. So I ended up writing a book, um, about my 90 day journey of self-discovery because so many things changed for me. And, um, each chapter is a chapter of something I went through. So there's like, Mm. um, your, uh, there's who you surround yourself with. There's your Mm. relationship standards and allies. Um, there's your health. There's water is a chapter. I didn't realize how important water was. Like you'll never see without like a hydration station, like somewhere near me. Um, but I had meditation. I had my, what brought me joy. Like there was just, there was journaling. Like there were so many things that changed. And so the book, came out and it turned into a coaching program and t-shirts and an app and a web, like this whole, it got so much bigger than I even imagined. And it was, it was, it's been a really cool journey and you can get it on Amazon. I love it. And I will be one of those uh, consumers into that. We'll be purchasing this. I'll have the links in the comments down below for all those books, but also your books as well, really to just kind of go through and dive deep and to learn and, and grow the same way, or at least attempt to the same way that Rachel's doing. So Rachel, this has been an absolute honor and a pleasure. It's been chock full of incredible takeaways and information and just your, your compelling nature or genuine. It's just, it's incredible. So I, I love it. It's intoxicating in the positive ways. Uh, so when it comes down to it, this last question to wrap everything up is a quote or mantra that sums you up as a, as a brand, as a professional, you as an individual, what's that look like for you? So that's a good question. Um, (laughs) I I try every once in a while, every once in a while. Yeah. I have quotes that I really like, like that one I told you about change the way you look at things and the things Mm -hmm. you look at change. That definitely was like a defining one for me. Um, defining what your life design look life by design looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say like, for me, like why I do what I do is it truly is, um, inspiring others to, to live out their passion and then find their life by design. Love that. Like that's why I do what I do. I hope that whether it's through real estate or my personal growth or my book or the shampoo company, like everyone who comes into my world or kind of hangs out with me or is a follower on social media or whatever, like mm-hmm. my goal is to help add value to people's lives and help them realize they're worth it and they can dream bigger and they can achieve these things. And if I can give them a little nugget, that's all that that's my goal, you know, cause wow. it's like every day when I wake up, if I'm on social, I'm like, how can I add value today? What can I do? And that it's like, I had someone the other day reach out to me and she's like, I don't understand why you share so much of your real estate on social media. Like other agents are going to take your ideas. People are going to be doing what you're doing. And I said, Oh, you know what? That's how I built my entire business. Like I, if I have a script that works for me and I got five listings from it, I'm going to shout it from the rooftops and share it to every agent because it will help build their business. And what I want you to think about is abundance. When they have someone who's going to move to Northern California, they're going to give it to the girl who helped them build their business. Correct. So I, I never worry about it. And reality is 99% of people who take your coaching, they're not going to implement it. Right. So it's like, I don't stress about that kind of thing. I just think like the more I can do and the more I can connect and add value, 
that's how I want to build my business. That's how I want to build these relationships. And I think what's so cool about social media and the virtual world that we're in is there is a limiting belief for people that they cannot have deep, meaningful, powerful relationships through social media. Right. You can, it yes. starts on screen and then it comes off screen. And that's like where, um, that's where it gets good. I, I think that that's, uh, you know, the absolute truth when you're talking about being absolutely transparent and genuine, the value that you bring is there, Rachel. And, and I know you've brought a ton of value to this, this episode and to the Titan nation. So a hundred percent, I agree with that all the way through and through. So I, I do want to thank you again. You are an official real estate Titan. So I have to say hey. that that's an official thing. So you, uh, get but, a sticker? you know, we, we were talking about stickers or trophies and we, we haven't gone that way yet, but it, it should be something like that. When yeah. I meet you, just give me a hug. Well, well, I'll give you a virtual hug right now. I'll give you one of those. But yes, when we meet next time I'm in Northern California, we will definitely hook up for Where sure. Where are you located? Uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, there's so many events and there's so many things happening in California. I can't wait to be able to jump onto a plane and, and do that. It's been a lot of virtual speaking engagements, but I, there's nothing oh, really? like being on stage and just being. I know. I like Zoom hangover 101. Like, <laughs> it's like, time. oh gosh. I mean, this is great though. I, I'll, I'll take is. this any day of the week better than nothing all day long. But uh, yeah. Rachel, thank you so much. And uh, it was an honor to have you on the show for yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Thank you. And everybody out there, thank you as well, as always, for your time, attention, your love and support. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, please don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. Uh, I do have to give our sponsor a shout out. If you're looking to grow and scale your business digitally to the highest of highs with automation and leveraging tools and tactics systems with technology for real estate, please visit lionboldmedia.com. We are live here at Real Estate Titans every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Rachel.